and welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. Find this one. <laughs> Where'd you find me? I sailed in through here on a, a bad batch of bird. I'm Kenny Rogers, and this jackass. This is the Ram of Sea Elf with my whole trip. <laughs> you must fight a warship. Yeah. Like an entire <laughs> yes. boat. Just a whole ass boat. The Salty Boys Podcast. You um, roll to see if you can't use those. <laughs> Shit. We started? Yes. All oh, right. Um, so, welcome back to the Salty Boys Podcast. Salty Boys Podcast! We'll do a little intro. It's normal. This is the DM, DJ Skinny Penis. Uh, to my left, it's our sound tech, I think. Oh, the television. I'm to your front. <laughs> oh, to, yeah. to the left is a television with a Sweetwater sticker on it because I have a thousand of them and I don't have... Don't know what to do with them all. TVs. Sell them for ass. cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Slap them on an ass cheek. So anyways, I'm playing the real Big Nick. What's your name, idiot? What? I don't have with a name. With the real Nick, Big Nick, please stand up. I don't, I don't have a name. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I did real that. To my left. <laughs> okay, he's just going. This is Sora. I'm playing Daphne King, the Sea Elf Tempest cleric. <laughs> with a spear got McHoss playing the captain tonight's a very special episode it's the naked episode mm-hmm. we're all in the nude the only episode we have not been naked oh <laughs> that's why we call it the naked episode subvert expectations we're fans of M. Night Shyamalan here it's the plot twist you know Daenerys just kind of forgot about our clothes <laughs> we, we've been dead the whole time yeah oh well and our DM is Bruce Willis and finally, um, I am Crunk. I'm playing Mock, and I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> Mock is not wearing any pants. Or no, I'm not. None of us are actually. It's, yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> it's very floppy in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mr. Manhattan. Well, it's like um, the disc I'm recording to. Three point one megabytes. This podcast does pure, not fit. Pure power. <laughs> This podcast does not fit on a floppy disk. It's one hertz. I gotta get my <laughs> one hertz. <laughs> um, so, uh, where we left off, our heroes had delivered the sunstone to Salt Marsh, and uh, there, it was already starting to feel the the warming effects of the uh, strange relic. Um, but we're gonna sort of shift um, to uh, a point of action and. If uh, Daffron, if you would roll me a d6, um, okay. you have been moved. Uh, you you made a demand in the court of the sea elves um, for a diplomatic envoy, and uh, as as you said uh, previously, the sort of rigid traditions of the sea elves, um, many of their aristocrats bristled at at someone of your station requesting a diplomatic envoy. That that would be that would be assigned you know, to the ambassador, the diplomats who would presumably have already sent it or, or not, uh, or deemed it not necessary. So they, uh, they levied the King, um, against his will, King Stephen Wapplebat <laughs> to, um, to make you undergo Whoa. a trial. And there were a few things that you could be made to do, but it seems that you have enemies in the court of the sea elves because, did you roll a D6? I rolled a, I got a six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you must fight a warship. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah. Like an entire yes. boat. <laughs> a whole ass boat. <laughs> All right. I mean, Thomas the tugboat. Daffron's got his uh, trusty spear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Let's, okay. Let's fucking um, do it. So, let's <laughs> roll initiative. Wait, Wait all of us? Just, oh, just after now. Okay. Uh, I get a fork. Is the boat okay. animated with like a giant mouth and eyes like the Thomas? Oh, that would be cool as hell. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, they have a they have a crew, but I think instead it's a it's, <laughs> it's a living ship. The warship like, itself. It's a it's a previously sunken <laughs> ship. It doesn't have sails, but it it like glides through the water like an ancient predator. Uh, and they keep it in this uh, dome, um, dome gladiatorial arena. Um, That's pretty dope. So yeah, you're, you're going to be fighting this thing. All right. Um, you go first. Um, okay. It it has uh, the, the. Sorry, I'll set the scene a little more. Uh, in, in like the deep waters, uh, your eyes have adjusted given the past couple days you've been here. Uh, but you hear the the underwater cheers of your uh, your kinsmen <clears throat> as the gate opens. Uh, they they chant dread not dread not dread not and uh the gate comes open and this shark-like warship uh comes uh peeling out of the out of the gate but you're ready what do you do all right so i'm going to immediately just swim forward and i'm mm-hmm. gonna have my spear drawn and I'm, it's like um <clears throat> okay like in dark souls mm-hmm. uh you know the dark moon blade yeah that's essentially what he's going to do with that. And yeah. he's going to cast inflict wounds at third level Ooh. and make a spell attack against the fucking warship. Hell yeah. Fuck. He's going to roll again. Um, that's a 16 to hit. That hits. Um, and he, that's going to take five D 10 necrotic damage. Woo. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll your, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll that damage. Yeah, so. Well, at least we know Daphne can hit the broad side of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a D eight. Yeah. I'm just going to do on. the dice. Really. One, two, three, four, five. Hey, that is 31 damage. All right. To the boat. Nice. Um, as you would suppose, it's a solid hit, and you see that the where the, the spear impacts and then uh, pulls back and returns to your hand, that it leaves a, a dark wound in the wood sort of rotting away um, where you hit. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Safety. I need a... I need a seven-sided die. I'll just reroll if it's an eight. Uh, you hit the, you hit the hull. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's what I said. Thanks, thanks, book. Um, it moves, uh, sort of to, uh, let's see, it's going to move to ram you first, um, <clears throat> to see if it can just splatter you on the, the front of the. Um, Okay. okay, so I haven't done this in a little while. <laughs> uh, what you mean, engaged a player in one-on-one combat against a whole fucking boat? <laughs> this, I thought we did this that every week. week. Man versus car. <laughs> uh, I have to look up the ramming rules. How does it always come to ramming rules? Uh, Hi, I'm Daffron Keen. This is Jackass. <laughs> if you're gonna be tough, dumb, you gotta be tough. <laughs> what should we name it? Kenny Rogers. Rambo. Crashing. <laughs> what the fuck is crashing? Crew in combat. Special ops. Crashing a ship. It's literally the, the freaking sketch 
the boat is Kenny Rogers. I'm Kenny Rogers, and this jackass. <laughs> this is the Ram of Sea Elf with my whole trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I have a dexterity save? Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it's it, it can move four miles an hour. It's not. That's a. It's not that's slow. an eight. <sighs> okay. Wait, sorry. Yeah, it's an eight. Sorry. <laughs> Do you have anything that might help you with this check? Uh, am I going to get. Well, I have a reaction I can use against it. What's your reaction? Uh, I, if a creature hits me, I can deal 2d8 lightning damage against a boat's deck save. What's your max health? 28. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> boat is bettered. All right, so you would die instantly. Um, Bro, Daffron was blessed by the gods. I was about to say, I yeah. did roll that 20 on that. <laughs> That's true, on the okay. TVK. Let me see. That's if, true. If there is no... Um, if there is no cause for... So the, the damage, crash damage for a gargantuan ship is 16d10. Oh my And God. I rolled a 66. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, I guess I don't know what I expected. someone mention Daphrim wanting to die? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, it's minimum roll is like although, almost your whole health. I think let's, um, if this doesn't derail what you have planned too much, let's fade to black as the mouth, the animated mouth of the ship and it's creaking boards fashioned into teeth close around Daphrim. And that is the last we will see of him for a while. Okay. We'll, we'll do the, the Game of Thrones logic that he's not dead until we see like a dead body. Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine. You want to play this new character? Uh, yeah, I got to make a new character now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, that got wrapped up fast. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, when we want to do something, let's, let's be about it. I d- so I'll tell you how this happened. I wanted to roll a... Uh, Wanted to roll to see how they that your persuasion check determined how well they were going to receive your, um, you know, delegation at the court. Um, it's like slightly less than average, so not not bad. It was going to, uh, it was going to succeed at a cost, mm-hmm. and the cost was okay. You'll have to do a trial. What kind of trial? I rolled for that. It was going to be a combat trial. Okay, cool. I did I did a D one hundred open water encounters for level one through four. And I rolled an 87, which is a ship generated at random, which is when I had you roll the D6, <laughs> oh, which is the kind of... So, so it could have, run, could have been a rowboat. <laughs> but it was a war... I would have a fucking dreadnought. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like that the... I kind of like we've established that sea elves are dicks. Like, no wonder the lizard folk fucking hate them. They feed their own people to a... Like a sentient ship in a, in a, a gladiatorial arena. Fuck those guys. Um... Do you want to tell us about your character? Or you want to you want to make it and then tell I us. I want to tell you how excited I am. I'm gonna make okay. it about <laughs> this it. new character. Uh, so it's a human. Okay. His name is Yardley. <laughs> okay. Um, Scotland Yardley. Oh, you don't even know. <laughs> okay. So imagine imagine uh, Doug Dimmadome. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. If he was a sweet Southern Belle. All right. Um, and a little older. Okay. Um, I don't know if we can make this work, mm-hmm. but I want him to have a cannon. All right. That he just kind of drags with him on a string okay. or a rope. <laughs> we have so the the like more traditional thing you would be able to get in Salt Marsh is a you can get a catapult, you can get a ballista uh, or a mangonel. Um however, given that the lizard folk have um 
delivered uh, gunpowder and firearms. Uh, Adalatha, in particular, has been tinkering with it, and she has made a first prototype cannon. And uh, she did send a message to the captain to like come see her when he gets a chance. Um, so, so what 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 class would I need to be to make that? To have a cannon? To have to make that happen. Sounds like an easy artificer. Artificer. <laughs> yeah, straight up has the Another like Another artificer. Yeah. Has the the um artillerist. Uh yeah, has has cannon options. Okay, I gotta I gotta roll these stats. It's three D six or four D six? I think we did three D six. Well, it doesn't matter what class it is as long as it's cannon, according to the book. Um in the meantime, while you're generating that, we'll jump to the other three. Um in the past couple days, the people have really taken to the sunstone. Um, with its presence, uh, it's melted away much of the snow around the town uh, in its gentle light and heat. It's sort of, um, as its effect has grown, it's sort of risen a little higher and sort of increased its area of effect. Um, so pretty much there's a very like clear delineation uh, you know, where it's uh, affecting the town. Um, uh, priests from the Temple of Proken have sought to attend it, uh, seeing it as... Um, some seeing it as heretical in, in the face of the storm God, some seeing it as uh, a boon, uh, you know, a respite from, you know, the tempestuous storms. Um, and yeah, some believing it to be a divine gift from the outer plains, uh, near the stone, people gather and work small patches of community gardens to generate, uh, food that has sort of been in short supply given the weather. Um, however, gathered around the town center doing your business, uh, the peace isn't to be long lasting. A new elite guard patrol calling themselves, calling themselves Grem's guard, bring back the body of a rock solid frozen goblin attached to him is a sending stone enchanted with a mysterious message. News is that it will be played in the town square at first light. So what are you guys up to? Big Nick's back in the bar. Mm-hmm. Which, Which one? one? Oh. The one you torched? <laughs> oh yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. The There's- one on the boat? Oh the fucking yeah. remains. Yeah. Are you repenting? Yeah. The no. S S S S S bar. Yes. Have you been working to the boat re- bar? Repair the repair the bar. No, fuck that place. Oh, okay. Boat bar. Oh, boat bar. Yeah. That's what I wanted in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Seamus probably still a little forlorn. Dwarves don't forgive and they don't forget. So he's just you know sulking, cleaning his polishing his knob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's his favorite doorknob. Doorknob. Yeah. At least uh, he's a little bit more vigorous about it. Yeah, you know, it, for all that you know, for all the hardship he's been through, it's it's good to get him a change of change of scenery, maybe. Um, but I'll say that uh, a lot of the boats, including your own, have fallen under the effect of the sunstone. Um, so the boats are thawed out, so they're kind of drifting a little bit um, with the the little bit of tide that there is. Um, but you can't really sail out, given that the there's like a like a foot thick of sea ice um, out. So um, it'd be possible to break through it with, you know, an icebreaker, an icebreaker ship. Yeah. But at least with the, the wooden holes, it would do a lot of damage. So what's Seamus going to do with all that money? Well, yeah. I was going to say, I thought he was going <laughs> to rebuild the, I don't the know. Bar. I, I wanted him to build a bar on the boat, which is why yeah. I was not upset about burning it down in the first place. Okay. In that case. Yeah. Well, um, the past couple of days he's been sort of coordinating the, the building the bar efforts, um, on the boat. Um, a bar with an icebreaker on the front. It's, it's a sailing. <laughs> Well, there, there are specialty ship upgrades if you are interested. Oh, do tell. Yeah. Uh, Hansard's miscellaneous upgrades. 
superior ship upgrades. Um, uh, are any of them made by NVIDIA? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can get... Ship Master Race. Defiant Sales. No intel here. I guess I can retire Daffron's spellbook for right Figurehead upgrades. Uh, bones of endless toil. There is no artificer class updated on my spellbook thing yet. On your um, the fifth edition character sheet? No, on my um, spellbook app where I keep tracking. Oh, I use a five E spell or something like that. Five E spells. I think my spellbook has artificers. I would love that because I have. Four. First, oh, I get okay. Superior upgrades cost fifteen thousand gold. Big Nick got me. I don't require a D four. How many? Fifteen thousand gold. We have eight hundred. Yeah, I don't. So that that's not going to work. But eight hundred gold is plenty to put a bar uh, on the ship in a way that will not destroy the like the hull integrity. Um, tell me, like, how you envision, like, how the how the bar sit. Is it like on top? Like on the main yeah, deck? main deck is the bar. Uh, where the galley is is the galley kitchen mm-hmm. now. Um, <clears throat> you have like an elevator that goes like that. Yeah, we have a dumbwaiter. Okay. His name is uh, Eggplant Boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Eggplant Boy is He, he holds elevator. the food, but he gets in and you like <laughs> reel him up. Yeah. Is level um, zero a cantrip? Um, yep. Okay, yeah. cool. Just making sure. I don't think I get any cantrips. Um, uh, level six artificer cantrips. Yeah, they get cantrips oh, okay. early on. Do you know how many? I think they get three at level six. Okay, because <clears throat> cool. they're half, either half or three quarter casters. Yeah. So since it's all like every everyone's all warmed up now, it's mm-hmm. all like outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. Every table six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just you know topical. <laughs> <laughs> no one's allowed up on the captain's. Thing, what, whatever the the where the wheel is. You, that you see part. a you see a dwarf wearing a half mask. Sadly, like dump ale onto his face, and then like <laughs> look real sad. One <laughs> no, Manistrad's miners. No one's allowed up on the top because that's still like the actual ship part of it. But we're yeah. still not doing any ship stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah, just pretty 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 bare bones, simple, nothing yeah. too crazy. Um, cool. But th- I think the big part of it was just restocking. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and he, he has been able to do that. Um, and there, there's still a little bit of construction going on on the ship. Um, they're putting in more seating. Namely, they, they prioritize like getting the bar and like the storage and the, the dumbwaiter. And um, they, I'm going to say they refit the galley and got rid of one of the, um, one of the bedrooms to expand it a little bit more. Um, so Seamus has been working on a couple extra projects, uh, some fancy brews. So we also got a new sign. Mm-hmm. It's called the Empty Nest 3. <laughs> it was the... <laughs> What happened to the second one? <laughs> oh, it's a franchise opportunity in the capital. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's like Chicken Foot. They have Chicken Foot and Chicken Foot 3. Those are their albums. <laughs> nice. So we have the Empty Nest and the Empty Nest 3. But the 3 is the E and the Empty Nest. Everyone, mm. no one gets it. They just think Seamus can't spell. <laughs> Which may be true. But yeah. Uh, I've so never seen him right. They just wrote the, he just, they, everyone thinks he's wrote the E backwards because he's Seamus. Mm. How's Captain feeling about his shit being used as a uh, bar? <laughs> Oh, it's his ship being used as a bar. I mean, he's the captain. Yeah. 
captain wasn't aware his ship was being made into a bar. Yep. <clears throat> this is news to him. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I think it's news to him today when he walks out <laughs> and there's a whole like host of patrons like sitting on a, at bar stools, you know, and Seamus behind the bar. So uh, captain is like a mixture of emotions at this, but then he sees his pal Seamus kind of down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. So Seamus is going to walk right up to him. Mm-hmm. Just kind of sit down and go, it's not what you want, is it, Seamus? Not yet. What do you need? Revenge. <laughs> I. I think I have something in mind. Lay it on me. Uh, smash cut to, like, the captain and Seamus, like, trying to, like, grab Big Nick's legs to give him a swirly in the chamber pond. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we get... Uh, uh, he's going to assist you with athletics. Seamus is. Can you roll it? Uh, I don't remember what my athletics, athletics is. And he, hang on a second. Hmm. That's it. Jesus, it sounds like a skyscraper hitting the it table. It's a 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so naturally two two dwarves trying to uh, give a swirly to a half-orc uh, is not going as well. Um, and Seamus like, kind of shoves and he's like, Oh, we'll have to think of something else. Aye. You let me know when you do, lad. Oh, I will. <laughs> um, hey, did you hear about the... Uh, it's not Seamus' voice. Whatever. Uh, he asked you if you heard about the, the message that, that, that was going to be read today. Hey, no one's told me about no message there. Uh, do you mind enlightening your dear captain? Some, some corpse of a goblin was brought in, and I guess they're reading a, a rock that was brought in with him. Sounds weird to me. I'm going to check it out. I'll leave the bar empty for, uh, for a little bit. It sounds like everybody else is going to see it, too. Aye. We'll meet you there. Hmm. Oh, and if you see Grim, tell him he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Captain just nods <laughs> dutifully. Yeah. Um, dutifully. Duty. Well, if there's no one at the bar, that gives Big Nick another chance to burn it down again. (laughs) (laughs) It would take the ship with it. I'm going to have to rely on that for a little bit. Uh, Shoot. Oh, uh, before, uh, how much, how long do we have until the message, the the public message hearing? Oh, you have some time. So Captain just got hit, got the missive from Adalatha about mm-hmm. the firearms. Uh, right. He's very interested interested in checking that out. Yeah, um, you walk. Into, so she's been running a general store uh, near the docks, um, but still doing some like tinkering and stuff. Uh, actually, this would be a great time to introduce <laughs> not Daffrin. <laughs> uh, you. So <laughs> as a fellow artificer, she would probably seek you out, or you would seek her out. Uh, depending, but she wanted to show off a new invention that she has. Uh, and that is a uh, gunpowder-powered uh, ballistic harpoon. Um, that shoots basketballs. <laughs> uh, it's about, like, the, the barrel's about two feet long. Um, the harpoon is about, like, a foot and a half, so you can really pack a lot of powder behind it. Um, and so it's kind of... You could put it as like a swivel gun on the front of a ship. Ooh, yeah. So fun. she's very, you know, she's putting her hands on her hips and is very proud. Uh, well, what do you think? Well, I do say that's a mighty fine looking cannon, man. As the great Yardley Quiffin. As the great Yardley Quiffin once said, I got a cannon 
and I can blast some shit with it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The, the famous Yardley Quiffington. Quiffin, uh, Quiffin, ma'am. Quiffin, Miss Appalapa. Appalachia. Like, no, <laughs> Captain, it's a, it's a pleasure. What, can, to what do I owe the pleasure of your visit? <laughs> captain is... Oh, wait, is he talking to this captain? Yeah, or? talking to you, Captain. Oh, captain is uh, a little taken aback by this foghorn leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, didn't mean to intrude. Didn't think you had company. I'll, uh, I'll just take a number. Well, nonsense, boy. Come on over here. Let's see what you got. No, no. Come in. I'll, I'll show you what I've been working on. Uh, <laughs> Name's Yardley, but he's going to extend his hands. Yeah. Captain. Yeah, so what's, what's Yardley look like? You said he's a human? Bro, just imagine Doug Dimmadome. Okay, so all white suit. Essentially. All white top hat. Well, reeking of the capital. Not massive okay. hat. I, actually, probably not a hat, mm. um, but he do, he is a slightly older gentleman. Okay. Uh, he's got a fucking great club that okay. he has with him. <laughs> all right. So it sounds to me more like you're describing Taggart from Blazing Saddles. Which one's Taggart? Uh, we can't quote any of it. Slim uh, Slim Pickens, the main, the the one that like gives Hedley Lamar a bath. Oh, yeah. Okay. Golly, Mr. Lamar. Yeah, essentially Colonel Sanders, but Doug Dimmadome. Okay, love it. <laughs> uh, do you have like the black, like fancy tie and everything? Yeah, uh, no, he's not going to have a black tie. It's more, it's just going to be a bow tie. Okay. Green, a green bow tie okay. is what he has on him. Um, yeah. And there's going to be a pocket watch mm-hmm. kind of like in his, uh, on his person. I like it. Little chain. Mm-hmm. Um, shoes always shined. Nice. If they are <laughs> fucking not shined, he's not a man. Yeah. Well, you've got. You could probably get prestidigitation. Clean, clean your stuff up. He mm. doesn't need that. He doesn't need it. <laughs> okay. He does it by old-fashioned elbow, elbow grease. <laughs> um, young gun. <laughs> so is this is this a special great club or is this just a massive? It's just a fucking log. club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I <laughs> wait till you see my spells. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty excited already. Um, uh, he's got are... he's got something called a catapult. That's a good one. He's got enlarge slash reduce. Okay. That's and he's got one. rope trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Tread lightly here. <laughs> no, it, it makes a, it makes a fucking portal. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. And lets you like disappear into a pocket dimension. <laughs> so if I want to just fucking lasso some, something. Yeah. Uh, were you able to see your, uh, like artillerist features? No, I, the- I can't load anything up in here. Okay. So, Basically, you can drop a cannon, and it so can yeah, it get, can. You can choose whether it's stationary or whether it has legs. It can move fifteen feet around. I'm just off the top of my head. I, I know at like third level, it does two d eight force damage, okay. and it's your intelligence plus proficiency modifier to hit, and it's like a like a range spell attack basically. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a bonus action for you to activate it. Ooh, so I have two cannons. Uh oh yeah, because you have like the the pistol one. Or your your arcane focus can be a gun that augments your spell damage Jesus. as well. Jesus, okay. He's, he's talking know. about the basketball cannon that Adalatha made. That Adalatha just Oh, made. yeah, yeah. The, it's a harpoon. <laughs> basketball um, cannon. That's the other campaign. There you is no say, other campaign. That's true. Eberron didn't happen. It is all one campaign. <laughs> no separation. Um, so, Mock, what have you been up to? How, how do you feel about these other priests' actions regarding the Sunstone? Um... He's a little skeptical of it. Uh, he doesn't think that it's actually. Is there a way he can tell if it is divine at all? Yeah, um, I think there are like actual spells that'll do it. If you want to make it a skill check, 
Uh, you can make it religion or arcana, um, and I'll spin whatever skill you want to roll towards the sort of information. Okay, perfect. I have uh, plus zero in all of those. Okay. <laughs> well, which one you want? Uh, we'll go with religion. Uh, it's a three. Okay. The three total? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, a, a big sort of like rough-hewn crystal doesn't really ring any bells towards like religious symbols. Um, you think maybe red, red rocks could have something to do with fire. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to make this patronizing, but like it's a three. Come yeah. On. It's a three. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't like, you don't feel like this thing gives off like evil energy. Like, being in the, I don't know if you've, you guys have been in the presence of like demons or angels or stuff, but you like, they have auras that like give off, you know, vibes, the good and evil auras. Um, this one's not giving off a good or evil aura. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah. You can make another check if you want. Uh, let's try Arcana. Okay. <laughs> oh no. One. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so tastes are my like good dice. yeah, it, uh, it tastes fine. <laughs> it's warm. <laughs> um, it tastes wrong, Captain. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's got to be eluding you. What is so special about this rock? Because as you attend your weekly <clears throat> meeting um, for uh, martial prowess. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna say fucking cast augury. <laughs> Might club. Uh, okay, what's augury do? I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> um, all right, so you you pull the rip cord and it starts up and you start digging a hole into the ground. <laughs> and now I have a vegetable garden. Thank you. Well, you see, young man, that's how we dig the post holes back on the homestead. Okay, back uh, in Yardley's apartment. <laughs> uh, by casting. Gem inlaid sticks, rolling dragon bones, laying out ornate cards, or employing some other divining tool, you receive okay. an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. Ooh. Oh, um, it doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as casting additional spells or loss of gain of a companion. Okay. Um, either... Oh, it's like wheel and woe? Yeah, oh, or okay. wheel and woe or nothing. Um, do you mind if I grab that real quick? Yeah. Do you have to make any rolls? I don't think so. Okay. So what is the action you're thinking about taking? Smashing it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say you get woe for smashing it. Just woe? Yeah. So... Um, it's up to you how you do your like divination, how you do your augury. Um, splash some salt water on the ground or something. <laughs> um, He's going to drink a fifth of bourbon and puke and see what shape it makes. So uh, however you interpret it, it, it comes up as uh, whoa, that smashing it would, would be a bad result. Like whoa or like, like whoa. whoa. No. <laughs> like whoa, oh, oh. Whoa, oh. Radioactive. No. Hey, yeah, uh, he just thinks it's a bad idea. <laughs> sidebar, there are two Carly Rae Jepsen-themed tabletop RPGs. One of them is that you play a bunch of cultists, and each of the like hideous rites that you enact are based on Carly Rae Jepsen songs. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's Imagine Dragons for one thing. Yeah, I thought that, you were doing that. The <clears throat> Good Time by oh. Owl City and Carly Jepsen. It's like the same song, basically. I mean, every Imagine Dragons song is like the same song. Yeah. Um, hot take. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, yes. Can I walk up to Mock while he's licking this rock? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mock, how's the rock? Taste rock. Taste rock, Captain. I have a mummy rot spell. Uh, something. So it was a curse. I, somebody told me you have removed curse. I do. Could you cast a spell on me? Maybe. What do you want in return? Have you ever heard of Fight Club? It's not a story. I don't think I'm yet. supposed to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, okay, he'll do it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nice. So, just actually, wanted to make sure he didn't know about it. <laughs> it's probably good. Probably the, I was going to say how that, um, how the role might have affected, uh, and I think it's kind of implied, but a lot of the, the former members of Fight Club um, have sort of not been showing up in lieu of going to the stone and like sort of attending to it, like making sure it's all good. So recruiting, recruiting big Nick may draw in a, a little bit more of a crowd as well. Hey, did you see the new face? The, the you know, fight clinic. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, without, um, is there anything else you want to do before you attend the, the reading of the goblin stone? Well, don't I have to earn my spell? Earn your spell. Oh, like earn your keep in Fight Club? Yes. Yeah, we can do a little Fight Club meeting. Um, roll athletics for both of you. Whoa. I got a, I got a thing. Yeah, that's static. Oh, okay. <clears throat> that is a 17. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 23. Wow. Okay, so Mach does really well. Surprisingly, uh, the, the few who remained are the ones who are really passionate about Fight Club. And uh, sort of embittered by the fact that they've been missing some, um, uh, they've been missing some members. So they beat the shit out of Big Nick <laughs> um, <laughs> with a seventeen. Yeah, they they got wow. a nineteen. So th- you have um, for a little while, you have one level of exhaustion. Um, they they're they're beating you not not to do damage, but just to like wear you down and. Uh, uh, by the end, they are um, impressed by your efforts. You, you get in a, a few good, clean swings, and uh, they're impressed with you. Um, however, it, ha- it has left you a little tired, <laughs> naturally. Um, but yeah, they, they, they pretty much swung on you to wear you out, not necessarily to, to hurt you in any capacity. I'm how Jack's do I... complete lack of surprise. <laughs> and, how, how do I deal oh, with that? Oh, uh, exhaustion... You throw your phone on the ground as hard as you can. You, you have disadvantage hey, on man. That's not my dad. It says cell phone. I took it. Um, there are... <laughs> or maybe it's fatigued. Uh, exhaustion. I think it's exhaustion. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, you have disability. Disability. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. We knew that. Dis- <laughs> Intelligence disadvantage. Seven. I don't know how I played you, guitar captain. Disadvantage on ability checks. So this is, um, I believe, just skills. 
Okay. So <clears throat> you have disadvantage on skills for a little while. So you're a little, little fuzzy in the brain, a little weak in the muscles. Um, yeah, got maybe a black eye or fat lip. It's like uh, what what what, movie, what Jim Carrey movie is that where he like did something and he like <laughs> has to like do this with his hands? <laughs> oh where God, he's like, hand isn't that all of them? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like so, um, that that works really well on an audio only podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the second Ace Ventura. That's um, right. When nature calls. Yeah, that's right. So speaking of curses and exhaustion, yeah, did the mummy rot last long enough to do any harm? No. Okay. So you got it cured right away. Sweet. Um. <clears throat> Well, did we uh, ever resolve uh, Captain going to Adalatha? We did not. Yeah, let's. Sorry, let's jump back into that. That's cool. Um, yeah, so uh, she she is proud to show off her her latest um, prototype, and then um, a finger on her chin says, "Captain, I may have a proposition for you." Go on. I want some field testing with this thing. When uh, when the snow melts, and I'm sure it will, would you take this out? All right. That's all you need is just to be uh, hosing down a couple of people and taking some notes. Well, yeah, I'd say you could find maybe five targets and tell me uh, tell me how it does. I might be able to tune it up and make it a little better. You've got yourself a deal. All right. Well, now I say, Miss Appalapha, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What's your name again? It's Adalatha. Adalatha. I'm <laughs> sorry, Miss Appalapha. <laughs> I thought we had a deal about this. We struck a bargain, did we not? Well, the, ca- I- the captain's an old friend, and of course, <clears throat> you, you understand. Well, I'm the great Yardley Quiffin, <laughs> and I believe I'm owed what I was in, a, in this transaction, ma'am. Well, I didn't say anything about you not being able to use the cannon. Well, this seems to all hinge on the fact that this good old boy over here needs to let me in his little group. <laughs> <laughs> Again, my name is Yardley Quiffin. What's your name, sir? <laughs> Captain's gonna like go to Yardley and then back to Adalath and goes, uh, where did you find this one? <laughs> Where'd you find me? I sailed in through here on a bad badgeberg. Oh, I love it. You yeah, see, so, I was Yardley's a great badgerbird rider. Uh it's an it's an ancient large ar- ar- Arctic bird that can slide on its belly across the ice. Well, now you're just telling fables, man. I came on here on my boat. My boat seemed to crash, and I'm in a bit of a tizzle right now. So, sir, if you could please give me what I was owed in this transaction so we may be on a merry way, or I can join your band. <laughs> he's going to hold out his hand again. But he's going to sneeze real quick. Recover. He's like, sorry, I get self-conscious about my sneezes, boy. <laughs> he, take, he takes out the handkerchief. And... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. First of all, thank you for Yardley. <laughs> God, we were, this was the whole car right up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just preface this by I was on the I was on the Truly app and I just mm. saw a house that was on Yardley Court and I was like fucking Yardley. Yardley. And they all just came like yeah, what's his last name again? Quiffin. Quiffin. Q-U-I-F-F-O-N. <clears throat> I think I put too many F's in there. Q-U-I-F-F-O-N. No, he's three F's in there because he's extra loud. Quiffin. So again, Captain's eyes are going to go to Yardley's hand, then to Yardley's eyes. Then they're going to go down to Yardley's piece. He's going to go, just how good are you, Mr. Quiffin? He's going to touch his piece, and he's going to use enlarge on it. He's be like, <laughs> oh my god! And he's gonna look at him and be like, "Now, boy, you see this thing right here? I can make this as big or as small as I need to. But right now, it seems I got the biggest piece in the locker room." 
So if you'd like to ask about this piece, you can look at it right now. <laughs> you want to see this piece? You ain't going to have no niece. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, Captain's going to take a long, good, hard, long look at the hard. piece. The best piece. At the large piece. Are you going to handle this piece? No, he's not going to handle it. No, <laughs> handle another man's piece. <laughs> so he doesn't know Yardley Without, that well now yet. Now, boy, unless you can do the gawk gawk, you don't even need to be talking to me right now. <laughs> you can look, but you can't touch. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Captain is he's definitely Yardley's definitely put on a good first impression at least. So, uh, Captain's like, the, uh, the nature of our work, Mr. Quiffin, is a little more dangerous than you might be having in the, uh, the old foghorn up there. <laughs> I'll be needing a demonstration before I be putting me life into your hands. Well, let's take this outside, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. But we never did make our uh, introductions. Yes, I've heard your name once or five times now. Uh, <laughs> but I have not heard your name yet. So. You, you be calling me the captain. If you're going to be sailing under me ship, that's how you'll be referring to me. Well, it's great to meet you. Now let's get on with this demonstration because it's hot on a hooker's pussy in this room. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Abelabla, it's been a pleasure. He's going to tip his hat. As, as always, you're always welcome, Yardley. Damn right. <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to walk it's out. It's Yardley. <laughs> He's gonna walk out and um, yardy. <laughs> I guess we're uh, we're getting the demonstration going on here. He yeah. Um, so uh, I'll say now's probably the time you have to choose if you want to attend the the rock reading or if you want to go uh, sort of like shoot off into the distance with the uh, the harpoon harpoon gun. They're not mutually exclusive though, right? Uh, I mean, like like right now, yeah. You're not gonna like lose out the opportunity. Like the harpoon's still yours. Um, I was showing him a demonstration of my abilities. Oh, oh okay, a, yeah, yeah. No, we were messed. like going out just tossing hands for a yeah. second. Okay. <laughs> so the way he, he's like, now watch this. So he's going to take his hat off. Mm-hmm. He's going to snap. Okay. And as he snaps, like he's, uh, he's going to put his hat on the ground. And as he picks his hat up, this big fucking magic <laughs> cannon is going to kind of like materialize. Love it. And then um, he's going to use his... Just for the little bit more of a razzle dazzle, mm-hmm. he has a spell called, or he has a cantrip called um, "Create Bonfire." Mm-hmm. But he's again, he's going to use his hands, kind of like a little flint and steel, he's gonna go, mm-hmm. poof, and he's going to have a little flame come out from his finger, okay. and then light the magical can. He doesn't need to do that, but I love it. He just has to fucking do it. And then he's also going to use thunderclap as well. <laughs> as he shoots the cannon, so it's just <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So uh, there are three forms of the cannon mm-hmm. that you can deploy. Uh, did you read them? Did you it see did not say anything on here. About yeah, it, it says like C rules. So there's a there's a form that does two d eight force damage. Mm-hmm. There's a form that does a fifteen foot cone of flame, like a flamethrower, and then the last one uh, like heals in a range. I I don't remember. I I never look at that one. Um, but there's like the, when you deploy it, you can choose between those three forms. Oh, the force. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. So naturally, uh, it turns some heads <laughs> because I think you can hear thunder clap in like a hundred like miles. Feet <laughs> yeah. Um, hundred feet. Yeah. Um, and so some people look over and they see, um, uh, you hear some murmurings. I hope it's not another, uh, I hope it's not another, oh, fuck. What was his name? God damn it. Francis. Francis. Thank you. I, I wanted to say flea so bad. Um, <laughs> it's like, I hope we don't have another, fl- uh, Francis. <laughs> Francis Scott flea. <laughs> we also hope we don't have another flea. The bombs burning air. <laughs> um, Okay, but he's gonna he's gonna kind of like put his hat back over the cannon, mm. put it back on his head, and be like, 
Now what say you? Hey, I see that's a pretty flattened parlor trick there. Heat a bottle, though, do you expect me and me lads to be uh, babysitting you while you set this wee lad up? Do I look like I need a babysitter, sir? Well, I'll see you've put on a good first impression, but uh, I'll be needing a little more than that. The captain kind of like rolls up his sleeves and goes in just for a little haymaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, are we doing a post-athletics? Is this uh, uh, yup. <laughs> some some my time? <laughs> what is this? Not the Salty Boys? We resolve everything with the post-athletics. <laughs> I love it. All right. Captain rolled an 18 on his athletics. Ooh. Yarley rolled a crit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You go for a haymaker and just like a Kung Fu Colonel Sanders. You just like turn the fist away. <laughs> it's just a lies movie. He's like, now boy, you got to do better than the ass. Like you're punching. <laughs> just talking. I shit feel like it's him. poetic justice. <laughs> if Yardley puts the captain in like one of those like chicken wigs. Oh yeah. He, <laughs> And he's going to look at his watch and it's like, no boy, it wasn't time for your ass whooping just yet, but I guess by the look at my watch, I guess I, I can move that up a little further in my schedule. It was like, it's half past an ass whooping. <laughs> so good. All right. So, uh, Captain just floundering. He's like, all right, all right, all right, uncle. <laughs> awesome. He's so. like, my name's Yardley, not uncle. Hi, <laughs> Captain Fergus Flintlock. Welcome aboard, lad. So uh, he's going to probably just relay to him that we got to get into town to listen to this uh, public meeting. Yeah. Um, you guys all meet there, uh, unless you don't want to attend. Um, but once there, uh, a, a new, a sort of new look for the town guard, uh, led by Grim, um, with uh, Adalatha's help, they have some new armor. Uh, it's like black and red. It's very sleek looking, uh, very light but protective and uh they've shortened the barrels of some of the firearms and uh they uh they look a little more efficient they look pretty pretty professional um they uh one of them has brought the frozen body of a goblin that has not thawed out despite the the sunstone uh in the town center um with uh wordlessly Graham walks up and like sort of sets up the the goblin like a statue and presses the stone in the the sending stone in the goblin's chest. This, in the goblin's voice, this is a message to the people of Saltmarsh from Captain Coldfinger. Uh, a uh, another voice comes out of the uh, goblin's open mouth. Quit with the toasty rot you gets. I was gonna freeze you and take all your loot, but now I'm gonna crump you with me boys. Unless you think you can give a proper fight to me, best mate. Ha ha ha. <laughs> me best mate is in the shipwreck cave off the coast. Good luck, you blaggots. This concludes the message from Captain Coldfinger. The goblin body collapses, breaking into frozen chunks, uh, melting in the sunstone's glow. <laughs> Did not get most of that. I'll be honest with you. I just heard, like, angry cockney. Yeah, about it. Uh, with that, let's take a quick break. Uh, are you recording right now? Okay, cool. Um... Simmons, Simmons, hey, hey, roll me over, Simmons, hey, hey, guess what, I'm a pickle, I'm Pickle Crunk, it's the Salty Boys, and
truly, it's not bourbon. And etching! etching. etching.